Hey, good people. Welcome to Tea Time with Tia, a conversational podcast about real life events on how to maintain your emotional and mental health, how to stay empowered, and how to be the best authentic version of yourself. I'm your host, Lentia McClary, a licensed professional counselor associate from the Carolinas. If you or anyone you know is looking for a counselor, feel free to search on psychologytoday.com. That is psychologytoday.com. Although I hope you find pleasure listening to and engaging with the podcast, this should not be a substitute in receiving actual psychotherapy. Let's dive in until our next episode. Hey, good people. Welcome back to another episode of Tea Time with Tia. And I am so excited to talk to you today about prepping yourself up in cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is a struggle that many people around the world deal with on a day-to-day basis. I define cognitive dissonance as where your thought process brings you discomfort, brings you grief, brings you depression, anxiety, anything that is not welcoming. And it's because of your conflicting beliefs, values, or your attitudes that you originally established. Some of those thoughts can be like, oh, I'm such a failure. And it's not congruent or consistent with the values and the beliefs that you may have. Like, I could do anything I set my mind to. Cognitive dissonance is basically where you feel that you are always on the wrong end of the stick, for lack of better terms. You're uncomfortable with making decisions. You are embarrassed or disashamed. And you feel that that you can just not get yourself out of a rut. But here are some pros and cons about cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance can actually help you realize that your negative self-talk is problematic. And it can challenge you and influence you to make positive changes in your life. Like, for instance, let's say that, let's just do something simple. Let's just say that you failed a test in high school. You kind of studied, but you didn't. And your self-talk comes to you saying that, oh, I'm so stupid, I will never get this. But you stop, think and realize that what you're saying to yourself is not what you actually believe, that you can do whatever you set your mind to. So your belief comes a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger than your cognitive thought process, your negative thought process. And you start to improve some of your behaviors as far as studying better, studying longer, um, or maybe just asking for help. So on the next time that you try to do a test in that subject that you just actually pass. 
But cognitive dissonance also has some very serious cons that need to be addressed. Some of the signs that you maybe see or feeling when it comes to cognitive dissonance that your thoughts become too problematic when you start to rationalize your thought process. Like going back to the example of you failing a test. Let's say that that you continue to say, yes, I'm so stupid. I would never understand this. I must be a failure. I'll never get anything. And you just continue to live your life as a, a failure. It's stupid. For lack of better terms. I don't even like saying those type of words. But that's what usually cognitive dissonance is. It, it tries to give you a reason to justify or rationalize a decision that you have made or thought of. And again, cognitive dissonance can make you feel very embarrassed or ashamed. Like you should have done better. You should have known better. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. So what? And it can also bring you very, very much sadness, guilt, regret. And sometimes it just has you beat yourself up. There are dozens if not hundreds of ways that cognitive dissonance can can take control of you. And sometimes it can be just based on external stimuli, environmental cues, or um, what's the term that I'm looking for, or um, traditions, for lack of better terms, or stuff that usually that people just expect you to do. Sometimes other people's expectations and brings you down a little bit if you fail to miss the mark um, or fail to achieve the mark, I should say. And it brings your thought process into a negative cycle. And it causes you to experience all of the shame, the embarrassment, um, and how you try to rationalize why you feel like you're a so-called failure. So, but on the plus side of cognitive dissonance, you can challenge those negative thought process. You can challenge those negative self-talks that you've been saying to yourself in your head. And I call it just simply doing prep top. Prep talk is basically just speaking positively over yourself, changing your perspectives. And in a couple episodes ago, I released a few positive affirmations. And I encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, to listen out to the um, positive affirmations or research some positive affirmations for yourself so you can get into the habit of having positive self-talk over your life. So here's some other things that you can do to give yourself a prep talk. Basically tell yourself that, yes, I failed this, but it doesn't mean I am a failure. Yes, I made a mistake, but I am not my mistakes. 
Changing your perspective is the high, most vital key in challenging your cognitive dissonance. Changing your perspective on each and every situation. I say that to also say this, that sometimes it can look very cloudy. It could look like the storm will never go away. But with all of the dark clouds and all of the storms, there's usually some sunshine on the end of that end of that journey. Positive self-talk or prep talk is what our topic is. It can be simple as giving yourself a compliment. Give yourself a pat on the back. Hey, you tried. You probably didn't, or you probably are not where you want to be right now, but hey, you tried. Let me throw this out here for you. So, yours truly, it took her, me, (laughs) eight years to receive her bachelor's degree. Now, typically, it takes people about four years if they just go to college straight out of high school and continue it to completion. But everybody's story is different. The reason why it took me eight years, because I did feel like, hey, I didn't know what I was doing. I was such a failure. But... Encouraging myself to challenge those negative beliefs and turn those that, yeah, I probably failed in some areas of undergrad school, but I can always do better. Um, Changing my perspective on that and complimenting myself. So like, you know what? I've been an undergrad for about X amount of months. I've done pretty good this far. I've done a darn good job pretty good this far. I could continue to keep going. And I also say that to say this, ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing wrong with acknowledging the small wins. Turning my paper on time, that's a small win. For you, getting out of the bed and leaving the house before you hit in early morning traffic, that's a small win. Compliment yourself. Acknowledge those small wins. Also, when it comes to prep talk, treat yourself. I mean, you don't have to go out there and spend $500 on a new hairstyle or a couple hundred dollars on some Louis Vuittons or you name it. But, you know, like, treat yourself. Maybe carve out some time to take a break. Maybe just go buy some ice cream or do something that you enjoy. People may think it's strange to quote unquote talk to yourself, but if you actually think about it, ladies and gentlemen, you talk to yourself nearly every day. Maybe not out loud, but definitely in your head. So some people also may question do these prep talks really work? I really believe that they do, especially if you stay consistent with your prep talks. Consistency is also the key. 
Consistency is definitely the key here. The more that you speak positively in your life, the more that you manifest good things into existence for you, the more that your beliefs, your values, these positive attitudes will become reality. Perhaps house actually also, excuse me, work if you try to sound natural, realistic, and not forced. Like for instance, I am a lovable person. I have achieved all I have achieved this far because I chose not to give up on myself. And ladies and gentlemen, that's true for me. Being natural and realistic with your positive self-talk or your prep talk, it encourages you in your thoughts to continue to dispel the cognitive dissonance. It can sound like coming from a lovable parent for a parent that, you know, this nurtured their child from the day that they were born or somebody who just genuinely loves you like a friend, somebody who just loves you unconditionally. And sometimes, you know, having that prep talk can actually be more effective if it's coming from a third person. And I know y'all probably seen this before. Like some people go stand in the mirror and just basically talk to themselves and be like, you know, for instance, Tia, you are wonderful. Tia, you are able to complete great things. So I encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, to, you know, try that for yourself. You don't have to stand in the mirror per se, but, you know, just talk to yourself, maybe in third person and be like, you know, I insert your name here and doing the best that I can. And I'm going to let that sink in. Ladies and gentlemen, good people, whatever your cognitive dissonance, those negative thoughts are trying to tell you, you are doing the best that you can. Well, that's all I have for you today, ladies and gentlemen. And I do, do encourage you to continue to prep yourself up. I hope you have a wonderful and great day on purpose. Remember that you can always, always find appreciation in just the little things in your life. And remember that Tea Time with Tia is looking for feedback and also looking for new topics to talk about. And if you also want to be a guest on our show, you can also submit your request to lintia11 at gmail.com. That's L-I-N-T-I-Y-A, the number 11 at gmail.com. And again, till next time, good people. Bye now. Thank you for tuning into Tea Time with Tia. Remember, you can follow me on Facebook and Spotify at Tea Time with Tia. 
Remember to always be the kind person that kind people like and want to be. Talk to y'all next time.